provided in this podcast is intended for general information and educational purposes only. Any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is at your own risk. If you have or suspect you may have a medical or mental health condition, please seek the advice of a qualified healthcare professional. The hosts and guests of this podcast do not assume any liability or responsibility for any actions taken based on the information provided. All right, ladies, let's get into it. Happy Monday. Today is Monday, May 1st, 2023, and I want to welcome you back to the third and final episode of the series where we are discussing midlife reinvention uh, strategies for achieving balance and fulfillment uh, midlife. So last week when we ended off, um, we were actually going to be talking about uh, discussing the importance of cultivating uh, healthy relationships and making time for people who matter most in your life. That's what this episode is supposed to be about today. However, um, I have actually decided to uh, continue on with um, the subject of self-care because it is so important. However, um, I'm actually going to be discussing it from a different angle. So um, you'll learn a little bit more about it as we get through this episode. Um, so as women in midlife, right, we often prioritize the needs of others uh, above our own, right? Leaving little time and energy for self-care. And so I guess, right, talking about cultivating a healthy relationship, it could be, right, uh, the relationship has to do with ourselves, right? People who matter most in our life, we always put ourselves last, right? And so uh, you matter. And so you actually need to prioritize yourself. We hear a lot about it, right? Self-care is a huge thing, at least within the last year and a half, right? Everybody's talking about self-care, self-love, prioritizing their health and wellness and a much needed topic. So we're going to continue on in that vein and discuss it again from a different angle. Um, we know that it's important, right? Self-care is important, but a lot of us uh, struggle, struggle with it, right? We struggle to prioritize uh, your self-care for feelings of, you know, guilty, you got priorities, you got the kids, you got your husband, your significant other, partner, um, whatever, you know, you may have financial constraints, lack of time, social support, um, you know, the list goes on, right? But here's the thing, neglecting your self-care can lead to burnout, exhaustion, and even illness, right? Um, uh, a big topic in my platform that I talk about a lot is chronic stress, right? Everything centers around chronic stress uh, because it affected me so much in my life, right? I actually only have half of my thyroid. I don't know if you've heard my story, but I actually only have half of my thyroid to this day because I blew out my adrenal glands, right? From uh, chronic stress, just not being able to, uh, number one, prioritize my self-care, right? And, uh, overlooking the signs of stress and how they showed up in my life. Right. And so as a result, um, as a result, you know, it really affected my health, uh, mental health, physical health and well-being, Right. And like I said, I don't have my half of my thyroid to this day. I lost uh, hair, all kinds of things happen. And, you know, you stick around, <laughs> you'll hear some of those stories, but this is why I impress upon you talking um, again about self-care because it is so important, right? And once you do it and once you get in the habit of do it, doing it, 
um, if you're one of those who feel guilty, then uh, hopefully after a while you won't feel guilty um, as you continue to do that. Right. So and, and you know, it's not, again, about the weekend, just, you know, just making it a part of your daily routine. So we'll explore different types of self-care. And that's what's different about it. You know, before in the other episode, we looked at it from a different angle, right? The four pillars of health uh, and wellness. We talked about, right, stress management, sleep, exercise, nutrition. All those are certainly important and they are the foundations, right? Remember, my approach is a holistic approach where I talk about mind and body. So that was more of the body side of it. And today we're actually going to talk about the mental part, right? Including the physical. We're going to talk a little bit about the physical is again, well, we'll touch on that, but we're really going to dive a little bit deeper into the emotional and actually the spiritual side of self-care and how uh, each of those contribute um, to your overall health and well-being. Right. And so we'll discuss some obstacles that uh, a lot of women face when it comes to self-care. Again, guilt, lack of time, uh, priorities and some practical tips for overcoming those uh, obstacles. So uh, you can really start prioritizing your, you know, yourself, your health and well-being because it's so important. Right. Um, and we'll discuss a little bit about uh, how to create a personalized self-care plan that fits into, you know, that fits your your unique needs and it fits into your lifestyle. So you can make it a priority without uh, necessarily neglecting your other responsibilities, but a way that you can actually incorporate that into your lifestyle, right? Because it shouldn't be an either or, it should be in addition to. So, um, you know, whether you're a busy mom, you know, deal a lot with high performing professionals here. Um, but hey, work stay at home moms, that, that's a high performing professional. So I don't discriminate here. You know, all women are welcome. Uh, but that just happens to be, you know, my target market. But, uh, you know, working professional, both uh, doesn't matter. Right. I believe in taking the steps to overcome these obstacles so you can make self self-care priority and experience the benefits that come with it. So with that being said, I just want to really uh, recap the uh, last episode uh, briefly because we talked about setting boundaries and um, what that means. Right what that means to you. And I hope you did your homework, right? <laughs> the homework question was what keeps you from saying no and setting boundaries to protect your time and energy, right? So the things that we talk about, right? It's not just to, you know, listen, it's like, oh yeah, yeah, that was nice or whatever. Oh, I have, you know, but it's really designed to, you know, implement these things into your life, right? Start practicing things, start setting boundaries and, you know, no means no and, and different things like that. So um, anyway, uh, so let's dive in to today's topic, right? Um, we're going to talk about the different categories of self-care. Start off with that, along with some examples of how you can use uh, each type of self-care um, to uh, incorporate into your daily life, right? As you struggle your multiple responsibilities and obligations. Sometimes you just have to go in the bathroom, right? I don't know if you have how old your kids are, you know, small kids or, uh, you know, older kids, cause it doesn't change. Right. I have a, I have a 32 year old and, uh, you know, the, the thing like, you know, the only place that you can get peace and quiet is to go into the bathroom and it's like, close the door. Let me tell you at 32 and I have a dog, I could still go into the bathroom and, and it's like, really? 
Like, can I have my time? <laughs> it doesn't change the older that they get. So if you're looking for that part to change, uh, it doesn't. So um, anyway, so that's a part of self-care. So now I just said, I'm just like, can you give me a minute? Can I have my time, you know, in the bathroom without being bothered, without playing games with a dog and, and all kind of stuff. So anyway, setting boundaries uh, to protect your time and energy and focus on the things that matter. So um, keep that in mind. So of the uh, type or examples of uh, types of self-care that you can practice is right. Physical self-care, emotional self-care, spiritual um, those are the things that I really want to t uh, touch on as far as the other aspect of self-care, right? Uh, a lot of focuses on the physical take care uh, or physical self-care. We're talking about, uh, again, nutrition and rest and sleep and relaxation and going to the spa and doing those things while there's nothing wrong with that, right? Because that's a part of it, you know, going for a walk, yoga, working out. Uh, different things uh, like that is definitely important because that actually helps you to feel better as well too, right? It helps you to look better, feel better, things that um, helps to reduce stress and anxiety, which are certainly important. But remember, there's another side to that coin, which is the emotional self-care, right? And this involves uh, taking care of your mental and emotional health by right? Managing your stress. Remember I, I was explaining to you that these things overlap, right? A lot of people like to deal with these things in, in isolation, right? Oh, you know, I'm a health coach and I only focus on, on, on fitness, right? But there's so many more aspects to it because nutrition affects fitness and fitness affects nutrition and it affects sleep. And it just like, it's a web, right? It goes back. So you have to deal with all of them, right? And that's just, and not just one of them. At least that's, that's my take on it anyway. Uh, but it's true. So, because nothing, um, as it relates to our body deals, um, uh, is, is an isolated event. So with the emotional health by managing your stress and practicing self-compassion, right. In a positive relationship with yourself, right. And some of those things could be again, right. Talking nice to yourself. I love me. Right. And this is, you know, it's, it's just not like a, you know, a narcissistic type of attitude, right? Because a lot of us, uh, you know, struggle with self-worth, self-esteem. Um, they come from some type of traumatic, uh, traumatic event, trauma could be from childhood, could be from, you know, um, an emotional abusive relationship, like all these things, right? I read these things and I'm like, wow, you know, a lot of us in our forties, fifties, you know, even sixties still struggle with, uh, just loving yourself, right. Thinking that you're worthy or accepting of, you know, having good things or experiencing, uh, you know, things in life, like just basic, simple things, right. Like you have to reward yourself for, you know, something, you know, but, uh, really, you know, it's just focusing on you, right. Loving yourself in the way I like to say, you know, love yourself the way that God loves you. Right. Right. I'm a believer in God. I'm a believer in Jesus. Right. Um, so, um, I actually ran a self-love challenge uh, not too long ago or when I first, uh, opened up my Facebook group and I'm actually really thinking about bringing it back because it was so enlightening. Right. When we talk about self-love, 
um, you know, you do things for people that you love, right? You go out of your way, you go above and beyond, um, you know, for your kids, for your dog, for whoever, right? Because you love them, right? Because you want the best for them, because you want to give them the best of, of everything, right? In a relationship, right? We, we talk about, you know, I give this to you. I give you everything, but I get nothing in return. Well, let me ask you this. The same energy and time that you give to other people, your kids, which is not, uh, nothing wrong with it, right? Your animals and, or whatever else that you say you love. Why don't you give it to yourself? Why don't you feel worthy of that? Right? Something to think about, right? Um, I, I'll, I'll let you stay with that thought, but, uh, um, it's a deep question, right? You don't have to answer it right away, but I encourage you to ex explore that because this is one of the things that's really going to um, unlock a door that you want to go through, right? And maybe you're afraid, like I, I understand it, right? Or, you know, it's one of those things that you have to practice. And I go through this in my transformation program where we actually walk you through those steps, and I give you exercises and different things like that to, um, uh, and ask you questions and, you know, thought provoking questions to, um, get you to move forward and get out of this. And then after a while, it doesn't become so uncomfortable, right? You hear all the, you know, see all those memes where I get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Um, and sometimes it takes that, but let me tell you, <laughs> it's so freeing. So, so freeing. So anyway, uh, practicing mindfulness support. Uh, talking to a friend, uh, you know, a friend, one of those that you trust, uh, really, because some things you just can't share with everybody. And I get it right. <laughs> As you grow and mature and do this, you know, on this self, uh, self-reflecting journey, right. Um, there are some things that, uh, you may not want to discuss with other people and that, and that's fine too, but you have to find, um, your thing. Again, for emotional self-care, saying no, setting boundaries and pri prioritizing your needs um, can help you improve your overall mental health and well-being. Like it's so, so crucial. Self-care as it relates to the, the spirituality, you know, um, cultivating a sense of purpose or connection with something greater than you. Well, excuse me, that something, you know, for me, like I said, my something is God, like I'm a believer. So my relationship or my spiritual self-care, you know, involves, um, practices like, you know, praying and meditating, you know, reading the Bible and scriptures and singing gospel songs and different things like that. <clears throat> Yours could be different, spending time with nature. I'm a big fan of nature. So, you know, there are places that I go and things that I do where I cultivate, you know, work on cultivating my relationship or building that relationship because, you know, when things get hard and they do, right. Or, you know, I have some questions or I'm feeling a little unsettled or, you know, um, not grounded or, or whatever the case may be, that is a grounding mechanism for me. 
So spirituality is very huge, right? And, you know, depending on uh, your belief system, what you believe, um, it's huge. Like they've done studies on, you know, prayer and meditation and different things like that and, and people's beliefs, how, you know, when they get sick or something like that, your belief system, you're believing your belief in something higher or outside of you, right, um, is is very beneficial when it comes to your your uh, physical health um, and well-being and healing. So that's something to keep in, definitely keep in mind. Actually, that's the center and the circumference of, you know, my whole thing and actually the uh, basis of my Renew You transformation because it was so, it was, it's been a trans uh, transformative force in, you know, my experience, um, and I'll share with, uh, you know, <laughs> I'll share my journey, um, in, in some of these episodes, uh, coming up in the future. Uh, and that's why I, again, I named it the Renewal Transformation because, uh, it has been an evolution, right? Um, a constant, uh, growing, a constant building, a constant, um, you know, shedding old things and coming into the new and looking at life from a different perspective and all these things. Uh, and again, the four pillars of wellness were very instrumental in my healing process, right? Again, I remember I told you that I lost my hair and like I had all kind of physical things going on with me. Um, and that's how I, I actually basically, you know, use those things, the things that I discussed with you, because I don't, the things that I discuss on, on my podcast and in my programs aren't things that I haven't done or tried myself, right? Or that I haven't done and shared with uh, my other clients that I know for a fact work, right? Um, that's just, you know, how I operate, right? I just don't read something and say, hey, this is the new latest and greatest thing. And I think that you should try it because everybody else says it works. No, that's that's not how this works. Very foundational, very fundamental, uh, fundamental concepts that I talk about. And again, these are uh, a couple of them. So physical, self-care, emotional and spiritual. Those are the pillars uh, actually of the emotional side, right? Holistic, uh, the mental and the physical or mind and body connection overall health and well-being. So, and we'll talk about that as we move forward because I really wanted to bring that in to uh, your whole experience, right? And self-care uh, and the spiritual aspect can provide a sense of meaning and purpose. Remember that. Increase your resilience. So help you to overcome, you know, you won't get stuck in in, in the muck and the mire of, you know, your own thoughts and the negativity and different things like that. It really will help you uh, move forward in certain situations and in overcoming a lot of things. So um, very, very powerful. Um, I would say more so than anything else. Uh, that's just been my experience. Um, so again, each type of self-care is important in maintaining your overall health health and well-being so by taking care of your mental right and physical body uh, mind body and spirit you can build resilience and improve your uh overall ability to cope with life changes because right life changes right being able to adapt being able to move through different situations 
um, and being okay with it, right? Not, not letting it take you out <laughs> uh, or, you know, getting down and depressed and, you know, just, just being valuable and, and being able to move with the, uh, move with what's going on, right? So uh, now we're going to get into uh, common obstacles are uh, to self-care, right? What things that stop us um, from actually practicing it, even though we know that we should and there's benefits to it, right? Along with practical tips for uh, overcoming them. So one of the first ones is guilt, right? The first, very, very first one is guilt. Many women feel guilty about taking time for themselves. And why is that, right? Why do you feel guilty? I, you know, I don't know if it's something that's just ingrained with us from, you know, childhood, especially when, you know, you have competing priorities. You just have, you know, we're just in the habit of putting everybody first. Like, yeah, no, that's okay. You know, you go ahead. I mean, you know, to be honest with you, so, sometimes I, I'm guilty of that myself even. And I have to check myself, right? Because it's like, you know, what, this is what I talk about. This is what I discuss. So I make it a habit of saying no, setting my boundaries and say, you know, I'm taking this time for myself, right? Um and not to feel guilty about it. So one of the ways to overcome that guilt is to reframe self-care as a necessary, because it is necessary investment in yourself that will ultimately benefit you and everyone around you, right? So again, your mental health and well-being is important. And, you know, like I say, uh, mommy's not happy, nobody's happy, <laughs> But, I mean, you know, it's really not about that, you know, because it, it's it's important. So, you know, you could, again, reframe it. It's necessary. Invest yourself. Invest in yourself like you would invest in anything else, right? Prevention is always better than cure. Remember that. Prevention is always better than cure. So if you can prevent something from happening by doing things to help reduce the risk, uh that's that's beautiful. That's a beautiful thing. And you really want to focus on doing that instead of the other way around. So another way to overcome guilt is to start small and gradually increase your self-care activities. Right. If you feel like you have to, you know, sneak and, and do it or whatever, that, that's a whole other topic. But, you know, this can help you build confidence and reduce your feelings of guilt over time. So you could just practice it instead of saying, no, nope, I'm going to just go off for the weekend or, you know, I'm just going to do this because I deserve it, you know. Yeah. I mean, I get it. You don't, you don't have to go to that extreme for some people you need to, right. Um, just to, just to, you know, pull the bandaid off, so to speak in your own life, but whatever it's going to take to get you there, the whole, uh, objective is for you not to feel guilty about it. All right. So the, uh, number two is the lack of time. Many women feel like they don't have time enough to prioritize their self-care, especially with busy schedules and multiple responsibilities. Well, I would say, right, one of the ways to overcome this obstacle is to make self-care a non-negotiable part of your routine, right? Just like you penciled in and scheduled in this event and that event and got to go over here for, you know, Johnny and got to go over here for Susie and do this, you know, for such and such, you need to schedule yourself in your calendar, right? No ifs, ands, or buts about, uh, about it. Schedule yourself into your calendar and treat your appointment just like anything else, whether it be a massage, whether it just be, you know, a time out to do nothing, to read a book, to just disengage, decompress, whatever it is. So you need to schedule that time for yourself, 
Trust me. It will work. Try it. Right. <laughs> Try it and let me know. Right. Um, another way to overcome the lack of time is to um, look for multitasking opportunities. Wow. Are we great at multitasking? Right. <laughs> um, you know, one of the things, you know, except for like when it comes to meditation and different things like that, you know, chores and different things that, yeah, all right, we do that anyway. Right. But when it comes to like meditation and just like decompressing, I really suggest that you just schedule some time alone time to do that because it's just so important for you to disengage and connect, uh, with yourself and your feelings and your thoughts and, you know, breathing or whatever it is that you want to do. Um, but not multitasking with, you know, house, you know, with chores and different things like that, walking your dog, doing the laundry, doing dishes, right? We're, we're just so great at that. And that's why we get exhausted, right? That's why we get burnt out because we're just doing millions of things at one time, right? The brain just constantly keeps going. It's like, how do you do it? You know, I have, you know, so my clients ask me sometimes like, you know, uh, cause I was a single parent, right? Growing up single parent in college, working you know, a job. And to be honest with you, uh, you know, I think back and I'm like, whew, I just did it. You know, I didn't think about it. I just did it because I, I, I think probably, you know, now if I thought about it, uh, wow, you know, my hat, my hat's off to you. <laughs> um, I don't miss those days. Uh, God bless you guys that are, that are doing that with small kids, right. And, and juggling, you know, that whole work-life balance. Um, that's why I'm here to give you some tidbits on how to do that. Um, so you don't burn out, right. So you don't cause yourself some health problems that, uh, that, um, you know, that require you to have surgery and take medicine, medicine and different things like that. So all jokes aside, really, uh, prioritize your self-care cause it's just that important. Okay. Um, and then the last one excuse me, next to the last one would be uh, financial constraints, right? Some uh, of us feel like, you know, you don't have the financial resources to prioritize your self-care, especially, you know, when, when you perceive, right, that self-care is expensive. It doesn't have to be, right? Um, and again, you know, if spending time with your family and friends is part of your self-care, because it can be, it doesn't always have to be alone time. You know, if you have kids, you, you know, small kids, you could have tea party, right? Tea party with your kids. Anything that's just going to cause you to not think about the stressors of life, right? That's what I, I would kind of, you know, equate self-care to, right? That you don't have to... Um, you know, and it doesn't have to cost you anything, to be honest with you. Like there's so many things that are free um, that you could do. And some are very cost effect effective, right? Creating hobbies. You know, you'd be surprised when you step back from, you know, the busyness of life and just really focus on the simple things, what you can come up with. Right. And one of those things to overcome this obstacle, again, is to explore low cost or free self-care options. Just like I said, right? Um, you could take a yoga class free online. You could, you know, all kind of free apps that you could choose. Uh, go for a walk. Walking is free. One of the best exercises you could do, right? Um, another way to over, uh, overcome financial constraints is to consider investing in yourself, again, as a preventative health care. So just like you set aside each uh, a certain amount of money each week or each uh, bi-weekly every time you get paid, 
you know, set aside $25, $50 or whatever it is. Every time you get paid, just don't touch it. That's for your, um, you know, your monthly massage or your monthly whatever it is that you're going to do. Um, so that way it's just a part of what you do, right? It's an, it's an investment, not an expense. Like I'm just going to do this and just go blow, you know, four or $500 at one time. But Hey, if you have it saved up, then, you know, that's just a part of your, your fun. So, um, and the last one is the lack of social support, right? Many women don't feel like they have a support system in place to help them prioritize their self care. And I would say that that's, that's true for, for, for a lot of women that I've actually talked to, right? But here's the thing when it comes to your relationship with your significant other partner, a uh, husband, who, uh, however you want to call it or uh, identify as, um, when it comes to prioritizing your self-care and how it impacts your relationship, you know, you could express that to them. You know, the better I feel, the better our relationship is, because a lot of times tension takes place in the relationship because of lack of self-care. Right. Or, you know, I feel that this person doesn't see me as pretty or or, you know, they don't value this or, you know, uh, they want me to look a certain way. Or, you know, they want me to look a certain way or they want me to wear makeup or they want me to do this. Well, you know, here's the thing. Um, we're very visual creatures, especially when it comes to men. And I'm just going to be very honest with you. Um, you know, you can't walk around looking like an unmade bed or disheveled and expect someone to be interested in you know, <laughs> be interested in you that way, right? Of course, it's going to make you feel bad. And, um, you know, because they're not saying the things and the nice things to you. But again, men are very visual creatures, right? And, and you like to look at nice things. Am I right? Like if you see a nice guy, a hot guy or whatever, I mean, truth be told, right? You, you, the same thing applies, right? So my point is you want to take care of yourself, it helps your relationships, right? You first, right? You're not doing it for that person. That other person just benefits from you doing it, but it's to make you feel better, right? I do this because I feel better. Like it doesn't matter what is going on in my life. To be honest with you, like I could look, you know, I always say from the head up, like I'm, I'm, I'm photo, I'm photo ready, right? Um, I just get in the habit of every day, you know, no matter how I feel, I always take a shower, right? Always take a shower. Very important. <laughs> Cleanliness is important, but you know, take a shower, do my makeup. It's not heavy makeup. You know, I just put on my little eyeliner and mascara. Why? Because it makes me feel better. Why? Because I like to do, I like to feel good, right? I like to look in the mirror and say, oh, you know, you have nice lips, right? Or you have nice eyes or, you know, I like this about you because it makes me feel good. That's why I do it. Right. Um, and then that actually, um, you know, you'd be surprised how that energy transmits, uh, outside of you. Right. And so anyway, like I said, helps to, uh, helps your relationships, um, when you prioritize your self-care in more ways than one, just the physical, because so many people are so focused on the physical, but it, it you know, the emotional too, right? Emotional, uh, well-being is very important, right? When you feel uh, loved and when you feel appreciated, right? When you say nice things to people, you know, you know, you expect them. 
from your significant other, whoever, right? You know, I, you want to feel valued. You want to feel appreciated, but guess what? So do they. So sometimes y'all write the law of attraction. What you put out is what you receive is, you know, sometimes you may not always receive it, but you still put it out. Right. Uh, could be to whoever, right. Kids, older people, um, you know, I always like to say, like, do random acts of kindness, right? Because you just never know, um, who's struggling with what. And, uh, that is actually a very, uh, important part again of self care, um, caring for others as well, because it does, it does make you feel good. Um, uh, not to get accolades or anything like that, but it's just, you know, be a, be a good human, right? <laughs> be a good human. So, um, what else did I want to cover here? Um, another way to overcome the lack of social support, right, is to involve, uh, again, your family and friend, members of your, uh, things or people that are involved in things that you like to do, right? Any classes or any things that you like to, uh, do sometimes you could do it again, do it by yourself, do it with other people. Some people like to involve other people, um, Either way, um, if you're not used to doing things on your own, by by overcoming these obstacles, right? Don't allow just because somebody else doesn't want to do it. Don't let it stop you, right? Oh, well, such as just doesn't want to do it. So therefore, you know, I can't do it. Mm -mm. You can still do it. Find something that you can enjoy. Find something that you can enjoy by yourself, right? If you uh, do it, but don't let that stop you from prioritizing your, your self-care, but Remember, just to always focus on putting yourself uh, somewhere in the top, right? If you struggle with being first, I get it, right? But you can't be last, okay? Can we agree on that? I understand if you struggle with first, but you definitely can't be last. So find a sweet spot somewhere in there in between uh, that number system and uh, pick something that you're comfortable with. But definitely not last. Okay, so now we're going to move into how to create a personalized self-care plan that actually fits your uh, unique needs and lifestyle and make uh, and how you can make priority self-care priority without neglecting your other responsibilities. And one of those ways is to create a, a care plan. Um, it's a very, very important step towards making self-care a priority in your life. And that's, again, one of the things that I actually go through in the transformation program is we sit down and we look at the things and we prioritize these things in your life. It doesn't have to be etched in stone, but it just does need to be there as like as, as a roadmap, as a guide, right? Um, and so I'm going to give you some tips that help you to create um, your plan um, that fits your unique. Again, like I said, this is something that I go through in my transformation program that I help my clients with. Um, but the first thing is to identify your needs and goals, right? Take some time to reflect on what areas, uh, of your self-care are most important to you. Set realistic goals for yourself, um, and prioritize them, right? Physical, emotional, spiritual, based on your unique needs and preferences. So again, um, I'm not a big fan of yoga. I'll say it again, over again, uh, because that's just not my thing. I would rather pray than meditate. That's my thing. So that aligns with me and my core values. That's a perfect example of what it is that I'm talking about. So that's what I'm saying. It has to align with your unique needs. So just because it's popular 
in the health and wellness space, if it doesn't align with you, then that's not something that you want to do because number one, it's going to go against the grain and, and it's always going to be a struggle for you and you're not going to know why. Okay. Um, but that's why, because it doesn't align with your core values. Right. And it, you know, you're going to always be like, ah, you know, I know I need to, but I don't want to. And you'll find all kinds of excuses versus if it's something that is aligned with you, you just kind of do it because you're going to, you're going to do it anyway. Right. Um, it's just something that you do. It's a part of, of, of what it is that you're into because it's a part of what you value. So that's why that's um, important. And then consider your lifestyle, right? When you create this plan, it's important, important, important to consider your lifestyle, the uh, commitments that you have, the responsibilities, and be realistic about your time and resources and resources, financial time management, and think creatively about how you can incorporate self-care into your daily routine. Again, like I said, whether it's scheduling 15 minutes, an hour, um, twice a week, once a week on Wednesdays, uh, Monday morning, Monday afternoon, however it is that you have to do it, but it's up to you to kind of just look at what's going on in your life and your lifestyle, pick up, pick something incorporated in there that you could actually do on a regular basis, right? Preferably every day. Again, it doesn't have to be a whole lot of time, but if you just took 15 minutes a day, just to kind of, you know, turning off my phone, turning off social media, you know, for half an hour, it's just me time. I'm just going to sit here and do nothing. Or I'm just going to go to my car and read or just whatever, you know, I'm just not available during that time. Okay. Um, it's okay to do that. You have my permission. <laughs> no, seriously. Uh, that's one way that you could do that. And then choose activities that you enjoy. Crucial, right? You have to enjoy them. Self-care shouldn't feel like a chore. Okay. Choose activities that you enjoy. They bring you a sense of pleasure and relaxation. If you don't remember anything else about this episode, right? Choose activities that you enjoy. This could be anything from reading a book, going on a hike, right? If you don't like outdoors, don't go on a hike, right? If you're not an outdoorsy person, don't go on a hike. It's just simple as that. But I was actually talking with a client of mine. Uh, she's actually getting ready to go on a vacation uh, to Spain, Morocco, that whole Mediterranean thing over there. And we were actually talking about, uh, you know, the different events and different things like that. And she was explaining to me, and I'm like, oh, wow, you know, well, see, that's her whole idea of vacation, right? The, you know, the excursions and not that I don't like excursions, but Hey, my idea of vacation is somewhere in the Caribbean, somewhere in Mexico, somewhere where I got some sun and some sand and a breeze and some crystal clear blue water. Like, I don't want to be going on no historical tours. And not that those aren't important, but that's just not my idea of a vacation. It's not, right? So I couldn't go on vacation <laughs> with a friend or anybody else that that's what they call a vacation because it doesn't align. I would have a miserable time. They would have a miserable time or it would be one of those things like, we can meet in the lobby for breakfast and you go your way and you do your thing and I'll do mine. Right. That's how it would work out. That's a perfect, perfect example of choosing activities that you enjoy that align with you, who, who you are, what you enjoy and what you like. Right. They can make a schedule once you've identified your goals and and have chosen your activities. Right. It's important to make a plan on how you want to incorporate that into your routine. Um, again, start small. It's a journey. It's not a destination. You've heard that before. You know, you want to do something that's manageable. It doesn't make you feel overwhelmed. Um, you know, everything, you know, it, it 
just start small. That's the only thing I could recommend. Just start small. You don't have to go from zero to 100 over time. You, you'll gradually do it, right? It just, cause you want it to become a lifestyle, right? The things that I talk, I talk about are lifestyle changes, right? These are things that you incorporate, just like you're incorporating eating habits. It's learning how to eat so you can experience food freedom. Weight loss is just a benefit, right? All these things that we're doing are habits, lifestyle changes, things just like you're in the habit of doing something every day, whether you believe it or not, you do have habits that you do every day, right? And because of those things, you are where you are because of the choices that you made based on the habits that you've built. Okay. So keep that in mind, good or bad. So an example, uh, of, your self-care plan could be like, okay, so say your goal is to prioritize uh, physical or self-care exercise fitness by incorporating regular exercise into your routine. So you would start with a small goal, like t- taking 20 minutes, walking three times a week during your lunch break, right? You have to be specific about it. Uh, you could do these scheduled uh, walks, um, schedule them into your calendar, make a plan, uh, bring your shoes, clothes, different things like that. And and as you become uh, more comfortable with this routine, as you incorporate it, gradually increase it, it just becomes a part of what you do, right? Increase the duration, the time, the frequency that you do it, um, explore. And, you know, say you plan to do it on, you know, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, but for some reason this week, you couldn't do it on Monday and Wednesday and Friday. Well, just because you didn't do it, um, say on a Wednesday, because something came up, then move it to a Thursday, right? No big deal. It's not like, oh, I didn't do it. I'm a failure. I'm going to quit. No, that's what lifestyle is all about. You move it to a different day, right? Because life happens and you have to be able to be resilient and learn how to um, just hop in the saddle again and keep going. So as you become more comfortable with your routine, um, you increase it, right? You change your goal. You do different things like that. And again, that's one of those things that we go over in the transformation program. If you need some help with that or you want to learn how to do it. Uh, just reach out to me and uh, we'll discuss how we can make that happen. So uh, with that being said, again, the key is to start small and build from there, but definitely prioritize you and definitely you cannot be last. So (laughs) that's all I have for you for now. And I hope you found some value in our discussion, right? Wrapping up this series um, on self-care. Um, and I hope you found it insightful and that it can help you on your journey um, towards fulfilling a balanced life. Because that's what it's all about. Right. Healthy and balanced. Right. Um, as women in, in midlife, we often find ourselves struggling. Right. Struggling and juggling multiple responsibilities and obligations. And you just, you know, something has to give. And a lot of times it's us. So I want to help you through this part of it. Right. Um, so you don't feel overwhelmed or stretched thin, um, no longer, um, than you need to, or you have to. So just remember prioritizing your self-care is essential, just like anything else, right. To reclaiming your time and energy. And it's unfortunate that we actually have to look at it that way. Like you just have to reclaim your time and energy. Like you have to take it back, right. As if somebody stole it from you. Um, you know, changing our mindset about, uh, even around that, right. Shifting your belief around that because, um, you know, is it something that 
was stolen from you that you gave it away or something that you know you never felt worthy of in the first place right those are things that you know uh when you do self-reflection that you can examine but uh nonetheless uh we went through the practical strategies that you could do or you could use to start incorporating some of those uh self-care things into your life um at least work on a plan that fits with your unique lifestyle and needs and remember Self-care is a form of self-love and it's essential to your overall health, wealth, right? When I say health is wealth, health, your overall health, mental wealth, physical, spiritual, and emotional well-being, right? Couldn't, can't say that enough. So, so important. So, um, if you're ready to take your wellness journey to the next level, and again, if you have any questions about how to do this, because there's a lot of cheat sheets on here, you know, out here memes, you know, self-care, do this, 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 and that. But, you know, it's really a little bit more involved in that because it does evolve a lifestyle change. Um, but it's really, you know, taking a look into those core areas, core values and belief systems that actually and uh, having your activities tie with those is very helpful. So if you're ready, again, like I said, to take your wellness uh, journey to the next level, check out my Renew You Transformation Program. It's a 12-week uh, personalized immersion program. I do have a six-week program as well that includes targeted nutrition plan um, that focuses on balancing your body, your hormones, and optimizing your metabolism um, so you can sleep better, reduces uh, the effects of stress on your body, um, we go over uh, fitness and exercise strategies um, and your care planned. Very, very intense, immersive program. But hey, I make it to where it fits into your lifestyle so it's no, not taxing, right? And it's designed to transform your life from the inside out. And weight loss, let me tell you, is one of the many benefits. It just melts like butter. Trust me when I say that it does. So many benefits from uh, this, this immersion. I am so excited about the ladies that are in my program right now. They're just making, uh, just, just phenomenal, um, transformation. So, uh, with that being said, thank you for tuning in to this episode. And I hope again, that you found some value in it. I look forward to continuing to empower you on your wellness journey. And if you have any questions or want to learn more about the Renew Your Transformation program, Again, feel free to send me a message, direct message to me um, on Facebook. You can find me on Facebook, Rachel Holtz, R-A-C-H-A-E-L-H-U-L-T-Z, um, dot renew you. So have a picture of me and my daughter on there <laughs> uh, if you were looking for me. So that being said, happy Monday to you. And I hope you enjoy your evening, day, whenever you're listening to this. Okay. Talk to you soon. Be blessed. Oh,